Welcome one and all to the Landry Football Podcast Network as we continue our breakdown, our series of top free agents uh, in the NFL. We anticipated free agents in the NFL as the start of the league year is fast approaching. Uh, We are looking at edge defenders today. Of course, the start of the league year is right around the corner, as we mentioned. you got the combine coming this week, and we'll have that covered for you here on the podcast network as well as um, LandryFootball.com, where you can get all of our uh, information uh, in detail. Uh, So make sure that you check it out and follow us at LandryFootball.com. We're going to have the breakdowns of not only all of these players, uh, but everything to do, team needs, uh, directions that they're going, uh, where they should be going, everything NFL, draft, free agency, we've got it covered for you in the scouting season over at LandryFootball.com. So make sure that you take advantage of our scouting season offer today, uh, which is a 12-month deal, the best deal that we've got going. Try it out for a month. Try it out for six months, whatever is your pleasure. Hey, if you're a college football fan, we got you covered there as well. We're doing a series on the best players by position coming back uh, in college football for 2023. We We've got everything college football. We've got the breakdowns of all the coaching changes, of getting ready for spring practice and the personnel evaluations team by team and the transfer portal. We've got you covered there. We like to say if it involves players, teams, coaches, schemes, games, we got you covered uh, at LandryFootball.com. 12 months a year. Uh, You can also, uh, so again, subscribe. by joining, hitting the on the on the right side of the website, click on it, you'll see it. The scouting season offer, it's the best deal we've got going. Also, subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network, where you can get uh, all of our football content. <clears throat> the Edge Defender Group is an intriguing one in this year's free agent class. And again, not a complete list. Some of the guys that jump out to me. But there's also uh, an understanding that some of these guys may be signed, tagged, what have you. Other guys added to the list, but not a great-looking group. But Marcus Davenport uh, of the Saints is a guy that's intriguing. Um, he um, Injuries were a big part of his game and part of his problem um, uh, in the past and is something that is uh, going to be a factor <coughs> in his um in his availability or his interest level, but he's a remarkably effective pass rusher off the edge when healthy. His talent alone is worth the gambling free agency, given the lack of really good edge rushers available. His pass rush win rate has been outstanding. Um, he has five straight campaigns of, you know, grading uh, above what I would call the high grade, high to mid-level purple graded area. So uh, the issue is that he has yet to log 600 snaps in a single year. Uh, at the end of the day, a top 20 edge defender against the pass, um, they don't run to, to free agency very frequently. What do you do with a guy like this, though? He's been, again, a mid to high grade purple to the high grade red. Um, those are Those are guys that you don't find. But. And he's 26, going to be 27 um, next football season. But what are you dealing with in terms of availability with the guy? That's going to be the key and likely going to determine 
somebody's risk level. <clears throat> do you do it for one year? Uh, maybe at about $12 million a year. Do you go a little bit more? Somebody that's maybe a little bit more desperate and feel comfortable about his medical, do they offer a little bit more? Saints are not in great position to do that. Um, this is a short-term deal if I've ever seen one. Give him a lot of money. Let him prove that he can do it and stay healthy. You know, and um, log 600 snaps, then you can get uh, a high-level deal. Uh, that's kind of the way I see it. Jadavian Clowney plays on the edge, folks. One of the things that people misunderstand about Jadavian Clowney is he's never been, nor was he ever projected or understood to be a great edge rusher. What he is is a long, powerful, um, close-the-edge guy. Um he is considered one of those guys in the public eye as somebody that's been hugely disappointing. The reality is been he has been hugely productive year in and year out every year that he plays. Um, he's just been rock solid. He's been the opposite of what people thought. Flash player, you know, people only look and study highlights and think they know and listen to talking heads say what a great edge rusher he's going to be when he never had that in his game. He's a long-levered power rusher. Um, he's been seeking a multi-year deal for several seasons, but he has made quite the living at eight to ten million a year, being a one-year player. And he has done it time and time again. He's now thirty, and look, he's had a handful of injuries. They're piling up. Um, that's the one thing that would, you know, prevent me from giving him a long-term uh, deal, failing to reach 500 snaps, you know, um, for the second time in three seasons, that's a concern. But this guy is rock solid, a stout run defender from the edge. And he's great at setting the edge and pushing the pocket from the edge. To me, uh, he's absolutely worth uh, an eight to 10 year deal with about seven and a half of that guaranteed. Uh, makes all the sense in the world. Is a plug-and-play influencer on your defensive line. I mean, you you just can lock him in um, as getting quality play. The injury factor at 30 is certainly something you got to keep in mind. Charles E. Manu of the Niners um, thus far has been more of a rotational player, but he's been a, on a tear. Uh, as a pass rusher over the past two seasons, especially after the Houston Texans traded him to the Niners. Uh, his pass rush win rate has been outstanding. <clears throat> he has been top 10, top 12 among edge defenders in pressure rate. He brings versatility along the defensive line. He's 6'5", he's 2'8". He can line up over tackle, so you can reduce him inside on nickel. Or as a true edge outside guy, um, he is really good at getting to the quarterback, doesn't use his size as much as he, as one would like in the run game. Uh, and he misses too many tackles in that regard. But to me, he is absolutely good value in the two-year, about 8 to $9 million a year average range. I'm thinking about $12 million guaranteed. This guy is absolutely worth that. Uh, Arden Key is another guy from Jacksonville. Um, he made the most of his one-year deal with Jacksonville. 
um, after uh, uh, after a strong 2021 20, season with the Niners. He got his career back on track. He has graded out well in the past game. <clears throat> he is um, he generates a lot of quarterback pressures. He's generated quite a few sacks. He's 27, almost 27. Um, he, to me, is an ascending player, young player, that I would go as high as three years on, um, personally, at, uh, at at least 10 to 11 a year, and I'd probably guarantee as much as $15 million a year with him. Uh, I think this guy is what we call a, a, a low-grade red, a high-grade purple consistently. Um, and I, you know, I just think he's certainly benefited. Uh, uh, you can look at the Niners situation with their depth, but you saw him in Jacksonville become a real big influence on that defense. So I think he represents some good value and makes a lot of sense, uh, <clears throat> for Jacksonville, someone else to sign him. Surprised that Jacksonville to me hasn't already gotten a deal done with them. Samuel Ivakum of the Niners. Signed a two-year, $12 million deal with the Niners two years ago and made the most of it. He had career high in pressures. Um, he can fit in any defensive front. He can be a stand-up outside backer um, to the three-point stance guy, and he's done that both with the Rams and the Niners, respectively. For an outstanding rotational player, he can add 500 to 600 snaps <clears throat> to your defensive front at really good value. I think at about three years, 10 to 11 million a year, I think he's uh, in that uh, $20 million guaranteed range. I, I think he's got good value, high grade purple, um, consistent with some upside potential on top of that. Ogobano Okorano of the Texans finished the season with, on a tear. Um, his pass rush, grade was outstanding among the top six or eight in the league. I mean, he can win consistently uh, with his uh, hand usage, first step quickness, his pressure rate um, is one of the best in the past couple of years. He's very interesting free agent if teams can pick up where he left off and if he can continue to win off the edge. I, I like this guy and I don't think he's going to get the big money. I think he's somebody that can be had for about $6 million a year on a two-year deal, um, he'd be, you know, a quick move. Now, again, is he an early move? I, I think he and his agent think he might be worth more, and we'll see if somebody's willing to go a little bit higher. Uh, but at 28, uh, I think, uh, to me, a two-, three-year deal definitely um, is where he'll probably end up because I don't think he'll get the elite money that he seeks. Yannick Ndakwe, uh, his 2022 production is a little bit concerning. When you look at his underlining metrics, it's nine and a half sacks this past season, well above um, uh, the expectation of a player with the, the pass rush win rate and pressure rate that he produces. That being said, he's registered at least eight sacks in every season of his NFL career, seven years, and he's a really good pass rusher. He's a pure pass rushing specialist. Doesn't give you little to anything in the run game. <clears throat> but when you wide him up as a wide nine, he's very effective. At 28, uh, to me, at guys like that, 12, 13 million a year, two year, makes a whole lot of sense for him. Brandon Graham, 
of the Eagles. Um, likely going to re-sign as, as a rotational pass rusher. Um, I, and I hope he doesn't retire. He's got good football left in him. But, you know, he's an ageless wonder. He's 35 years old. Or he's 34 as we speak. Going to be 35 soon in a few months. He still wins as a pass rusher. Um, I still think he's got another good year left in him. I would definitely sign him for five million a year. Um, I, I think he makes sense in Philadelphia. I think he makes sense where there's a lot of depth, where he doesn't have to play a million snaps. I think he makes uh, a whole lot of sense to stay with the Eagles. Melvin Ingram um, is another guy with the Dolphins. Um on a one-year deal. Uh, a year after Ingram was traded to Kansas City and immediately became um, the best edge rusher for the stretch run, he signed a steal of a one-year deal with the with the Dolphins. Played very well this past year. Um, he's a rotational player at this stage of his career. He had fewer than 600 snaps in three straight seasons. Very effective uh, as a rusher. Um, like this guy a lot. He's 33, though. They're going to be 34 in a couple of months. Still think he's worth a one-year, five, $5 million-year deal. I think he and Graham are in that same boat. Like him, but I like him where there's some depth, where there's a team that's good, that maybe there's a chance that they can compete at a high level. Makes the most sense to me um, as I see it. Justin Houston. <clears throat> the Ravens, just like uh, Ingram, he was forced to sign a one-year deal, completely outplayed his contract from day run uh, as a rotational pass rusher. Good pa good edge uh, rusher. Close the pocket, quick off the ball still. Uh, he's 34 years old. He's a menace on passing downs. So I put him in the same situation, a one-year, four to $5 million deal there. Uh, Kyle Van Noy. Uh, Patriots released him, heading into his second year of a two-year, $12 million deal. Greatly outperformed his one-year, $2.25 million deal with the Chargers. He's a savvy veteran. He could play both off the ball, near the line of scrimmage, rushing the passer, unique versatility, value. It's just the price has to be right. He's almost 33. He can still help you. He also fits in, you see the pattern, of the guys that are really good one-year deal guys. Uh, maybe on a two-year deal, maybe three, three and a half <clears throat> may make some sense. But to me, I see him as a one-year type of guy again. Raheem Green of the Texans is an intriguing inside-outside rusher. Um Signed that one-year, $2.75 million deal with the Texans in 2022, and he earned an additional five hundred grand through playtime incentives. Uh, to me, um, another one-year guy, but like Van Noy, somebody may go two years with him. This guy particularly might get a two, maybe even a three. Um, but I'm thinking the money is going to be – in the range of where he's going to only want to commit to two. He's just 26. And I think at a five to $6 million a year where he makes a lot of sense. Lorenzo Carter of the Falcons signed a one year, $3.5 million deal with them. Um, after an injury riddled rookie contract with the giants, former third rounder 
racked up 39 tackles, 28 defensive stops, solid coverage snap guys, an outside backer. Uh, he kind of proved he can stay healthy. I think he could get a, a two-year deal. <clears throat> His age at 27, 28, the only reason why I'd maybe consider the possibility of a one-year is the money and what he's um, – you know, likely going to get, I think he can get as much seven, maybe even seven and a half to eight guaranteed on a two-year deal at about $6 million a year. Uh, makes a lot of sense uh, to me. Um, I would be willing to go a little bit more on the lines of a second-year deal with him. And Dwayne Smoot of Jacksonville. Um, <clears throat> I think that if you're looking at him, um, probably looking at a $1.5 million a year deal in one year. Uh, he's the 28. He signed a two-year, $10 million extension with the Jags. Took some strides as a pass rusher. Um, career highs in pass rush grade and win rate. Um, unfortunately, he tore his Achilles. It's going to put him at the risk of missing the early part of the season. So I think he's a one-year deal at a at a 1-5. Probably not going to guarantee even a mil for him. And it's all due to the Achilles injury. So I think he's got to got to go with the one-year prove-it deal. He's young enough to do that. And then obviously, if he can stay healthy, play well, he can get, uh, I think, a multi-year deal next year at this time. Those are some looks at the edge defenders in the free agent market, folks. Uh, give you an idea who's there. Others will be added to the list. Some will be taken off the list based upon um you know, how things play out in the next couple of weeks before we get to the start of the new league year. Uh, appreciate you joining us. Remember to check out LandryFootball.com to get even more detailed breakdowns of the NFL, the college game, free agency, the draft, uh, college football, transfer portal, you name it, we got it at LandryFootball.com. Subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network where you can get all of our football content. So. Uh, Wherever you get your podcast, make sure you subscribe to the Landry Football Podcast Network. So long. Talk to you next time, everyone.